Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. I feel like I'm really getting into the groove now. Like, it just feels natural. But currently, I've been recording on Wednesdays, so it is a beautiful Wednesday in Boise, Idaho. The sun is shining. I'm so excited to have you guys back. This is episode three. I wanted to let you guys know, I think you already know that the episodes come out on Mondays, but I am actually publishing the episodes really early on Monday mornings. So if you live on the East Coast, they should be live by 6 a.m. Most episodes, that's like my goal for all the episodes is 6 a.m. on the East Coast. So that would be literally like 3 a.m. on the West Coast or 4 a.m. in my time zone, the mountain time zone. <laughs> I just wanted to do that so that you guys could have these ready if you have you know, an early morning commute on Monday mornings or really any morning, but that is when they're available. So start your week off right. Start your week off with unfiltered. I personally love listening to podcasts when I'm in my car, but I also really like listening when I'm doing dishes and I'm showering and I'm cleaning and putting away laundry. Like that's when I listen to my podcast and I definitely think Monday is my most listened podcast day. So today's episode, I'm so pumped for, we're going to be kind of really getting into our first like dating type episode. And today we're going to be talking about the, what are we? like, so what are we conversation and when the person you like won't commit, we're going to be talking about commitment issues. We're going to be talking about casual sex and hookup culture and also no labels or when people don't want to put a label on stuff. We're going to get into all of that. And you guys have once again submitted your situations and questions. And I just think they're so awesome, so relatable for everybody to hear. So I really, really thank you guys who have done that for me. And I encourage you guys, if you ever want to submit a voice message or an Instagram question to just follow the Instagram for the podcast. It is going to be linked in the show notes as it always will be. And the at is unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes. And that is definitely the best way to get one of your questions involved or ask something to me or one of our future guests. I did want to say that next episode, we should be having our first guest and I'm so pumped to just do like a little interview style, like make it fun with some questions and games and just, you know, something different from the solo episodes. So I said this in the first episode, but most of the podcast, I think at least for now is going to be solo episodes. Maybe that will change in the future, depending on like where I move, where I live. Uh, the style 
of the podcast and how it evolves. But I do want to try to have like at least one guest a month, I think for now, or maybe two. So we'll see. I have already some guests that are on my books to record with in the next couple of weeks and months. And I have to give a huge thank you to all of you guys who went on Apple Podcasts last week when it finally went live on Apple Podcasts and left a review. You guys are so, so incredible and I'm very appreciative. But if you enjoy the podcast and you want to support me in a small way that just takes a minute or two, you can go and leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app and it would mean so much to me. And it would really help the podcast since it is brand new to just get to more people. So I hope it's not too repetitive that I've been saying that in these episodes, but it's just kind of something that when you have a new thing launching, it's super helpful to just get some people's like, it's kind of like comments on YouTube. If your video has no comments, it's just not really getting like engagement. So it's kind of like the same thing as that. So I'm super appreciative to anyone who ever seriously does that, whether it's week one or week 50, if you feel like leaving a review, you're a legend. And lastly, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my Patreon. So this is where I have been publishing secret videos and content that will never be on my YouTube channel. So I have been diving into some of my own personal experiences with things that I've never talked about on my YouTube channel before. And if you are a patron, you know that and you've already probably seen my videos. And I'm also doing my weedy sesh videos for any of you guys that are interested in that type of content. So that is always going to be linked in the show notes as well. So now let's get into one of my favorite parts of the episodes, my favorite part of the intro for sure, my bops and flops of the week. It is time to get into it. So let's start off with bops. My first bop is I booked and finalized my two trips that I have in March. So March 1st through March 10th, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to Austin, Texas, which is so exciting. I haven't been there since 2015 for ACL. And I'm going with two of my YouTube friends, Emily June and Lexi Lombard, if any of you guys are familiar. Emily was my college roommate. And we are going to meet up there for the Olivia O'Brien and Drew. Mac concert in Austin. We have a cute little Airbnb booked and I just can't wait to see my New York girls. So that is happening. And then immediately after that, I fly to Orlando and then I go to Okeechobee, Florida for one of my favorite music festivals, which is Okeechobee. So flippin' excited to be back. So if any of you guys are going, please let me know on Instagram. I know I always see a ton of you guys there and at Electric Forest. So I'm so stoked to have some travels coming up. My next bop of the week is I've just been so into cooking lately. Like I'm just setting a vibe for you guys right now. Okay, picture me usually finished with my work for the day or coming home from a workout class, ready to just relax and unwind for the night, pour myself a little glass of wine. And then I have my Amazon Alexa in my kitchen, which is honestly a game changer to put Alexa in the kitchen because I've found that like for doing dishes and for cooking, I just love listening to like calming or upbeat, whatever is my vibe music. And 
I love to just tell Alexa to play me some nice jams. So I get my music going and I'm just like in the zone. I don't know, cooking has been so relaxing for me lately. I've been trying to do a lot of new recipes and I've been trying to cook things that are different than I normally cook and get outside of my comfort zone. So if you guys follow my personal Instagram, you'll probably notice that in my stories, I do a lot of like cooking and sharing what I've made. And you guys ask to see that more on my YouTube. So I'm really going to try to show that even more in my vlogs. But I would say my Instagram stories are probably the best way if you're interested in like cooking kind of content to see that stuff. And usually I try to link my recipes for you guys on there when I make a new recipe. I've been literally making homemade bread every week. I made my third loaf of bread. Like who am I, you guys? This is this is my life. <laughs> And honestly, I fucking love it. I've been making cocktails. So yeah, that's definitely been a bop. I've been so relaxed and like excited for the time of day when I come home and I get to just cook. It's just been awesome. Um, and then my next bop of the week. So when I'm recording this last Friday was Valentine's Day. You guys will hear this in about a week. So it'll be like a little bit outdated. But basically my bop is that I honestly had a great Valentine's Day and I only spent it with myself. Like I just kept myself busy. I worked. I went out and did a couple errands. Like I went grocery shopping. I filmed a couple videos for my Patreon. And then I had like a wine and movie night to myself. And honestly, I did not let Valentine's Day get me down. I really didn't feel like I needed to have a person or even like go out and do something. I just enjoyed time with myself. And then my last bop of the week, I talked about this last week actually, so I'll keep it brief, but one of my favorite shows, Good Girls, came back on, and yeah, that's all I have to say. The first episode was great. There were some surprises in it. I won't talk about that anymore in case you guys just don't care, don't watch, but Good Girls and This Is Us have been really good lately, and then also I wanted to talk about a new show that I found on Hulu. Last week, I talked about Shrill, and Hulu is just killing it lately. Like I didn't even realize they've been coming out with all these good shows, so there is a show with Zoe Kravitz, who plays Bonnie in Big Little Lies, if you guys are familiar with her. She has a new show on Hulu called High Fidelity, and it's so fucking good. Me and my sister have actually been watching it. We started watching it like around the same time. She texted me about it. And I was like, I just started it the other day too. But I think I have two more episodes to watch. I had to turn it off last night. I was straight up watching it in my bed until like 2.30 a.m. And I was like, I have to go to sleep. Like... I have to stop, but it is so great. So definitely check that out. If you have Hulu, I think it's a really good show. So those are my bops. There's kind of a lot of them this week. Now let's do flops because we got to have some flops. So my first flop is that it's Mercury Retrograde. It just started, I think, on Monday or something like that. And I know some people don't believe in Mercury Retrograde or don't care about it, so that's totally fine. Um, I personally always feel it really, really hard because... As a Virgo, Mercury is my ruling planet, which means like it controls a lot of things in the aspects of my life. So I always feel retrograde and I always just kind of hate it. But at the same time, it's like just something that happens three or four times a year. So I already have been feeling it with plans being like harder to make and plans getting canceled on me already in the first two days. But I'm just hoping for the best. I'm hoping that I won't have any crazy things that happen or any crazy delays because I am actually 
doing a lot of traveling during this Mercury retrograde, so just hope for the best. But yeah, that's kind of a flop, but an unavoidable flop. Let me know if you guys want an episode on astrology and spirituality because I have somebody that I would love to have on as a guest, one of my friends who I think it would be so fun to talk to about this. And it wouldn't be like a super serious episode. It would just be like super fun, what we like about astrology, how we feel about like different signs. It would kind of just be something like that. So if you guys want to see that, please send me a DM or tweet me and let me know because that is something that I think could be super fun to talk about on my podcast, like as opposed to YouTube. My next flop is that I have about 10 days, a little less than two weeks before I leave for my travels and I have so much to do. I'm trying not to get stressed out about it, but I'm just feeling stressed because I know the amount of things that I have to get done in the sense of like pre-filming a ton of videos, pre-recording two or three podcast episodes to go up because two of the days I'm going to be gone are Mondays. So like I'm obviously not going to be working and doing that stuff um, while I'm at a camping music festival. So I got to have myself just like ready to go, which is totally, totally going to be great once I have it all done. But I'm a little bit stressed about just getting everything done but at the same time it's kind of like motivating to know that I know I'm gonna get it all done and that I know I can do it and I don't really even need to be stressed so I'm just one of those people that always creates stress unnecessarily when it doesn't even really need to be there because I know that I'm capable of getting all this work done so I guess that's um, also a flop that I just do that that I just create stress out of like whenever I'm traveling I always get stressed about oh my god I have so much to do before I go out of town because I don't really like to work if I'm on vacation unless I have to and I have a lot of free time for some reason like if I'm traveling alone or something but so as long as I get all my stuff done I will be feeling like that flop has turned into a bop (laughs) um and my last flop is I have been doing some dumb shit lately as far as my staying up late and sleeping in late goes I've gone on a bad routine and schedule again But overall, one of my biggest struggles that I could easily change, but it's for some reason, it's just so hard for me to like wake up at a good, decent hour in the morning. Like I just will set my alarm and then I will snooze it every single time. Like I can't get up and it's just, I mean, I can if I tried harder, let's be honest, Lindsay. So I've been staying up really late. I don't even know doing what, like, I think it's because I've been drinking a lot of cold brew lately. It's been keeping me up a little bit. So I should probably like drink that earlier on in the day. But yeah, I've been staying up till like 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m. Or then when I like do shut off and try to fall asleep, I've been having difficulty falling asleep. So um, it's all just leading towards me like needing to sleep longer and then sleeping in later and then getting less done and less daylight in the next day. So that is something that I... Honestly, in the next week or two, like I really want to try to improve upon that and have an update for you guys. I just want to get on a better track with that. Stop staying up so late. There's literally no reason for me to be up watching Hulu at 2.30 a.m. when I want to do stuff the next day. Guys, straight up, this isn't even made up right now. (laughs) 
I just had an actual real life retrograde moment and uh, I have to share it. (laughs) So I just recorded like an additional 10 or 15 minutes after this, getting into the bulk of the episode, talking about my personal experiences, which I will do again because I lost the recording because I was just mid talking and my computer completely, my computer is 100% charged right now. This has never happened to me before, especially in the middle of recording. Maybe it was a glitch with GarageBand. I don't know what the hell happened, but my computer fully shut off. It went like, shut off. I turned it back on. I was flipping out because I was like, I probably lost that whole episode because I hadn't saved it. Luckily, the first 20 minutes was still on there, but the part that I recorded after that was gone. So we're just going to record that part again and pretend like that didn't happen. Uh, But I just had to share that. So honestly, uh, that would have happened to me right after I talked about it. Low-key, I feel like I manifested that. Like I literally said, oh, I hope nothing crazy or weird like happens. And then my technology um, completely failed me, which has not happened before when I've been in the middle of recording. So let's get into the bulk of the episode. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the wanting to have that what are we conversation and wanting to make that commitment with somebody or just not knowing how to approach that subject because you know you don't want to come on too strong but at the same time like you don't want to just go on with somebody and be confused about like I don't know what we're doing and I don't like this I wish that there was commitment here so we're going to talk about all of that stuff and we're going to take you guys's situations and your questions as well that you submitted in a little bit before that I wanted to get into some of my personal experiences because One of the reasons I wanted to kind of do an episode on these topics and this in general, I don't exactly know what to call it, basically just like when somebody won't commit um, that you want to commit to you, (laughs) I guess, because I can relate to this so much, you guys. Like I feel like most of my dating experiences, especially like when I was in LA, were like this and they were frustrating and I had questions I felt confused a lot of the time. I felt like, you know, when you like somebody, but it's not official and there is just that like, they don't owe you anything, right? Because they're not like your partner. But I feel like a lot of the times I accepted a lot less for myself. And that is something that going into dating in the future, I really will be working on for myself is just you know, not accepting less than I deserve and also treating that person with the respect and love and communication and everything that they deserve from me as well. So I feel like a ton of my experiences that can relate to these topics and were the most frustrating and confusing, um, not relationships, but um, let's say things or flings with people (laughs) were from people that I met on dating apps. I think I actually want to make a whole future episode talking about dating apps and talking about my personal experiences and stories 
from using dating apps because I did have a few years of my life where I would use them. At this time in my life, at least right now, I'm not on dating apps, but that is not to say that I wouldn't try it again at some point. I just don't feel like committing my time to that right now, but I know that that is how a lot of people meet people, especially like moving somewhere new or in college or after college. So I did want to touch on it. Um, The thing about dating apps that is a little bit frustrating for me is that there's just so many options. You know that that the person that you're talking to is probably also talking to a bunch of other people and none of their relationships really probably feel that special a lot of the time. Unless, I mean, you are actually like going to have dates and meet up with these people, but I feel like most of the people that use dating apps don't really go and meet up with people, at least from what I've heard from talking to people. And I know that I definitely did. I probably went on like at least four or five, six, I would say, like dating app dates back when I lived in LA. So I met people on like Bumble and before I used Bumble, I met people on Tinder. And I, like I said, I could share those experiences in a future episode because some of them are weird. (laughs) Some of them are funny. Some of them are sad because I definitely got ghosted relating to dating apps a lot. The thing about dating apps is just that you have so many options and people a lot of the time don't even feel like real people because it's just like these people that live in these messages on your phone. A lot of the times like they don't even have your phone number and it's just these people, all these people that live in your phone. And so that's like my frustration with dating apps is like it just can be so many options and you never know if the person that you are like talking to that you get excited about or you want to meet up with them or you feel like really good about them you never know if they're talking to literally like 50 other people at the same time as you not to say that dating apps can't work they definitely can that'll have to be a future episode because I have a lot to say and it would be fun to have a guest on for that episode where we could talk about these things openly and our experiences so I'll try to do a guest episode about that. So now I wanted to share one of my personal experiences from kind of like a friends with benefits situation that was a few years ago, several years ago actually in my life. And basically this guy, I had the biggest crush. I'm pretty sure it was the biggest crush of my entire life. Like that's when I look back and I'm like, my all my, I think about my crushes, my past (laughs) crushes. Um, I just, this person is like the first person that comes to mind because I had the biggest crush on them forever. (laughs) So this situation, uh, basically like we met and I had an instant crush on this guy basically. And we would kind of hang out like in group settings. So it was like friendly, but then at some point, We started hooking up and that went on for, I don't know how long, honestly, not that long before I wanted to have the, so what are we talk, or I don't know exactly what I said, but I basically expressed that I wanted, I don't know, that I would be like interested in dating. I don't know what I said, Um, but I said something (laughs) and I remember him telling me like, I mean, he said it definitely in a nice way. He was like, listen, like, it's not you. I'm just not ready to 
commit to having a girlfriend right now. Like I want to be able to treat my girlfriend amazingly. And I don't feel like right now in my life I can like commit to that right now, which we were like probably 19 or 20. So honestly, that's like a completely normal, valid thing to say, especially like just being honest and not like leading me on. I definitely appreciate people being honest about that kind of stuff, even if it's not like what you want to hear in the moment. It's definitely better than someone telling you, oh, you know, like I could see you as that. Maybe like this in a few months could lead to us dating. And then like that actually is bullshit if they say that, you know, I think it's good that I got that honesty back then. But I still had like a giant crush. I'm pretty sure after that we still hooked up occasionally. And it took me a long time to get over that crush. Because uh, it was like a friends with benefits type thing for a while. When we would see each other and we were alone, we would usually hook up. So there was like a lot there. And that kind of lasted a while, that situation. So yeah, I can definitely relate. And several of my experiences, like I mentioned, with guys that I met on dating apps did not end up going well for me. I got ghosted a lot, which I think I told you guys last week, I'm going to make a whole episode about ghosting uh, because I have so fucking much to say on the subject. It literally needs to be an entire episode or just like these guys that I met turned out to be kind of like just shitty or they didn't they didn't respond to texts for weeks on end and stuff like that. So that's another reason I'm hesitant to get back into dating apps because I'm thinking about maybe those were just guys in LA, but I'm thinking about like those experiences and how I just ended up frustrated at the end of almost every one of them. So um yeah, fuck that. <laughs> so let's do it. Um I have a voice message that I got that I thought was really good relating to this topic. So let's go ahead and listen to that. Hey Lindsay, really enjoying the new podcast so far. Um, I'm kind of in like a situation that I feel like is very relevant where I've been casually dating this guy for like two months, um, like going on dates, sleeping together, all that fun stuff. And it is casual, like we haven't had an exclusivity conversation. Um, I have managed to somehow get out of him that he does have feelings for me and I have feelings for him as well. Um, but he's just not one to like emotionally open up about how he's feeling like unwarranted and even when like I basically make him tell me how he's feeling it like it he's just really vague and like cagey about it um and I don't want to force him into something that he doesn't want but then I also just want him to be honest with me because I'm not gonna hang around if it gets to a point where like I want something more serious than he does so I don't really know what to do at the moment so any advice you have to like see that out would be really appreciative love you First of all, thank you so much for your sweet message. I loved this question because I'm really glad you actually brought up someone being emotionally unavailable because I actually didn't initially think of that when I thought of this episode topic and it's so important that we talk about this. This is so common, I feel like, especially for hearing this like about guys being emotionally unavailable and honestly I don't know if I could deal with it I don't think I've really been with someone seriously that was emotionally unavailable because I'm such a person that like needs that validation I need to know how someone feels about me 
or I'm driving myself crazy. Although you did say, you know, it's only been like a couple months and you guys have been casual. You haven't had an exclusivity conversation. So maybe he's just trying to keep it light to not get in too deep. It sounds like you do kind of want more from this person, but he's just not giving you, like he's not telling you how he feels about you. And I don't know if that's something that really would change that much in the future. I guess like it could change. That's probably gonna be a pattern down the road for most people to have trouble like expressing how they feel about you. Cause it, I don't think it should be that hard to just like express how you feel about someone. And I guess you did say that you got it out of him, that he has feelings for you. So at least, you know, that, which is good. But I think what you honestly need to do is kind of like give him a bit of an ultimatum. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be like really, really like serious and hard, but I think you kind of need to be like, listen, I know like you've expressed a little bit to me how you feel, but I just want to make sure that I'm not like going into something here that is not reciprocated. So, you know, I've told you how I feel. I, I need to know like where you're at or I don't think I can continue with this not knowing because, you know, I, I just need to know. So I would say something like along those lines, like, yeah, I mean, a little bit of an ultimatum to being like, okay, I need more from you because he is not giving that. And I think it is important because you don't want to be wasting your time. You don't want to get down the road months and months more in it with this guy if you don't know what's going to happen in the future and honestly if you are fine with it being casual then you know you can you can continue with it and maybe you can accept if it's not going to be serious or it's not going to turn into a relationship but if that really is like what you want out of this guy you got to give him this ultimatum i think you got to know where he is at because it's not fair that you've expressed to him how you feel and he's not really like giving that back to you so honestly like that's what i would do but I'm a pretty upfront person. Like I'm not one to hide how I feel. I'm not one to, because I just feel like there's no point to it and I don't want to waste my time. So I like will tell someone if I'm into them, I give clear hints. Uh, I, I feel like people know when I'm into them. And so I, it's hard for me to understand this type of a person that is emotionally unavailable. But I mean, I guess a lot of guys are grounded and have walls up and it's probably to like protect himself. But at the same time, it's like, Let's just get a little bit more honesty here. So I wish you luck with this situation. Thank you so much for sending in your voice message. I felt like it was really relevant to this topic. I only asked for voice messages like less than 24 hours before I recorded this episode. So that ends up being the only person that sent in a voice message this week. But if you guys ever want to send one in, just make sure to follow the podcast Instagram. And if you watch my stories on there, you can send in voice messages. Also, there will be a link to it in the show notes of all the episodes. It just will just say like, leave a voice message and you can always leave one for a future episode topic if you want to. Definitely think they're fun to get and I can actually like hear you guys' voice and like hear you guys' different accents and stuff like that. So these are really fun for me to get if you guys ever do want to send one in. But now we're going to take some more broad questions from Instagram that you guys had and I felt like were super relatable to my life and just hearing what you guys had to ask this question. It was the first one I got and I was like, I have to fucking put this in the episode what to do if a guy ghosts you. Once again, there'll be an entire future episode on ghosting. <laughs> I keep saying that. I'll have to make that one soon because I'm so excited to make it. Um, but 
when a guy ghosts you, uh, accept that he's a pussy and that he's too scared to tell you how he really feels and he thinks that it's easier to leave you hanging than to talk about how he feels. But it's basically a pussy move. It's a really rude thing to do to someone because it's not difficult to send one message saying like, hey, this is the reason that I can't do this anymore and I don't I don't think we should talk anymore. Like even if it's fucking rude, it's better than, or even if it just like sucks to get a message like that, it is better than getting ghosted. In my opinion, at least, because... Um, when you get ghosted, you just don't know what happened. And you're like, you start going through all these things in your head. Like, what did I do? Like, you honestly start just blaming yourself and being like, what the fuck happened? Like, what is the reason that they literally can't give me a fucking answer? When a guy ghosts you, I have never dealt with this well. <laughs> I usually sent this person um, back in the day, <laughs> anyone that ghosted me, send them because I knew they were watching like my Snapchat or Instagram stories, like classic, a classic ghost move is to ghost you, but they still watch every fucking clip of your Instagram or Snapchat story because you know that they still give a fuck, but they can't send you a text, even though, uh, hello, we were fucking romantic. So yeah, obviously this topic gets me fired up, but what to do? <laughs> Let's actually answer the question, Lindsay. Do not keep reaching out to this person. If they do ever decide to talk to you again, that needs to be them coming to you because they literally don't deserve anything from you if they ghost you. Honestly, um, I really don't think so. So you kind of just have to accept that this person didn't care enough to give you a proper response and to tell you the truth. Honestly, they're a pussy and you should try your best to accept that they are not for you because if they were for you, they wouldn't do something like that and move forward. And that's the only thing you can really do and it sucks, but yeah. So we'll talk about that more in the ghosting episode. It's gonna be, that's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna get fucking fired up. <laughs> okay, next question. Why can't guys just say they're not interested instead of saying they fear commitment? <laughs> um, probably because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Like it doesn't sound good to tell somebody, especially if you've like hooked up with them or been romantic with them or kind of like led them on. It doesn't sound good to be like, I'm not interested in you. It's not like a nice thing to say. And they probably just don't want to make you feel that way. Or maybe they want to keep you around in their little freaking rotation of people that they have wrapped around their finger that they can hit you up and you'll go hang out with them or hook up with them, even though they won't commit to you. So that's another thing that a lot of guys do is keep different girls wrapped around their finger and never commit to them, but also never tell them I'm not interested in you. So that's probably honestly what it is. He doesn't care enough to be truthful and open with his communication because if you really respected someone, you would tell them and you wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm not good with commitment. Or what is the classic phrase? Commitment issues. I have commitment issues. It's like, okay, um, can you come up with something a little more original than that? Next question is, how do you know if you're being used? Okay, so ways to know that you're being used. Number one, if you guys are hooking up or hanging out in secret and they never tell anyone about it. If they never like introduce you to their roommate or their best friends or um, 
literally anyone if it's just like fully under the wraps like type of thing that they text you at like 12 a.m 1 a.m and you guys go and hook up and it's like quiet and secret um I mean if you're if you guys have accepted that that's the type of relationship and you're honestly cool with it then you're cool with it and that's okay um but that is a reason I that is a sign I think of being used you know if this person only hits you up when they like if this person leaves you on red and then they'll like hit you up when they want to I don't know, when they're lonely or they want to hook up or whatever it is, that's another sign to know if you're being used. It's like if this person is kind of like unresponsive when you talk to them and they're like leaving you on red a lot or like dumb, immature shit like that, or if they're not responding to your text for like a week or two and then they come back and they're like, hey, Oh my God, I had so much going on. Like I have all this family and stuff and like I'm really busy with work right now classic just like guy things to say like sorry I've been so busy had so much going on I couldn't even send you a text back that would take 10 seconds to send um yeah that's another probably sign next question how do you deal with being the one more attached hoping they'll get to that point oh this one just hit me in the soul it ripped open my heart because I've been this person so many times. This is like one of my biggest fails or my biggest, uh, what's the word? Mm, I don't know. My biggest things that I do when I like someone a lot of the times, because I honestly, like I'm that type of person that when I like someone, I just like instantly like fall really, really hard. And I want that commitment. And it's hard for me to accept things. A lot of times it's hard for me to accept things as casual. I mean, I can do it if it's the right like situation. Like if I don't live in like the same city or state as this person and I still think they're cool and we still, you know, want to have like a fun casual relationship, that is totally fine. Like I can do stuff like that. But if I'm like fully invested, like I think this person is like boyfriend material, then it's so hard for me to not get more attached and like hope, you know, be like hoping that they'll get there. So how do you deal with that? Um, being the one that's more attached? Well, I think you have to ask yourself, like, is this worth it? You have to ask yourself, like, is what I'm getting from this person, which isn't a commitment, but you know, whatever it is they're giving you, whether it's, you know, like company or sex or validation, or you have like a texting buddy, whatever it is, like, is it worth it for you to have that? Are you happier having that or, and like knowing that you're not getting that commitment? Or do you think that you could close the door on this or give them kind of like an ultimatum type thing? And maybe, you know, they would, if they care enough, they'll come back and be like, you know what? I want to commit. I don't recommend like staying and hoping that this person will get to that point if you've already like had a conversation about it because I I don't know, I think it's just hard to like stay in something that is you're hoping that this other person will get there because honestly think about it like at the end of the day you want someone to be 100% yes about you. You don't want someone to be like Eh, like maybe someday you know like you know when you're into someone you want to be with them I honestly believe that so it sucks um kind of like accepting that this person is not feeling the same way when you're more attached but I've been there so many times and I don't know if I really dealt with it well I think I have just like cut it off if I really felt like I wasn't being treated fairly. So I think you should make sure that you're at least being treated 
fairly and that you're accepting what you deserve and you're not accepting like a lot less um, because you could be, you know, you could make room for somebody that does treat you well and that does want to commit to you. So just ask yourself that question and just think about it. Um, and then try to maybe try to back off from the relationship a little bit if you're not getting what you think you deserve. Next question is how to not catch feelings when you go on dates and fuck, but he says he doesn't want to date. So classic fuck boy. <laughs> I mean, um, I would want to know like what you guys are doing besides just like hooking up. Um, if you guys are like going to dinners and doing romantic or like doing romantic things, or if it's more like you guys are just going over to each other's places, knowing that you're going to hook up, I would say that that is like a classic friends with benefits slash fuck boy situation, which, Hey, if you're cool with that, like that is fine. Live your truth, live your life. Sometimes I have accepted that that is what I'm going to get from someone. And I've been like, you know what? It's fine. This I'm actually cool with this. Like I know this person isn't going to commit to me and I don't need them to. And that is fine. Like if you want to just have people in your life and you're safe, you can just have people that are fuck buddies. Um, but I mean, it sounds like from your question, you know, you're kind of catching feelings because you said, how do I not catch feelings? Well, this is what you need to do. You need to decide if it's worth it for you to just, you know, kind of like have sex with this person. If what they're giving you is worth it for you um, to really keep it casual. If the feelings get involved, how can they not get involved? And that's the one of the classic, you know, problems with a friends with benefits situation is like typically somebody cares more than the other one. And most of the time. I mean, not all the time. They, these situations can work, but I don't think they're going to work for like extended periods of time typically. So kind of like I said in, was it the last question? Yeah. Kind of like I said in the last question, think to yourself, like what you guys are doing right now, this is what he's giving you. Is it worth it? Or do you already have these feelings and know that you're going to just like lead yourself to more pain and hurt? at the end of this. And the last question I'm going to answer is, is it better to have someone for casual sex than not have them at all? Will it lead to disappointment? Okay. This kind of actually relates to the last question. Well, what do you think? I can't really decide for you if it's better to have someone for casual sex or not have them at all. This is what you should do. You should literally write down a pros and cons list of having this person in your life as they are. I've done this before <laughs> when I'm struggling. Uh, write down a pros and cons list and see which column is longer. And um, if it's the cons, you know, it's probably not worth it. And if it's the pros, then maybe it is worth it. And once again, it's okay to have someone that's in your life for casual sex. Totally fine. Live your fucking life. Um, I've been there. But, you know, if it's causing you a lot of emotional stress and it's making you overthink and all that, then, you know, maybe it's not worth it. And there are other people, you might not be able to see it right now. There are other people that you could have casual sex with if you did, you know, start looking and close the store and maybe someone that you could have sex with that it's not casual and it would be freaking romantic AF and would lead to something more than whatever the situation is. 
So just ask yourself that. Do the pros and cons list and um, just think about what you deserve. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that segment. Please let me know if you like the parts of the episodes that I've been doing for the past couple weeks where I read you guys' questions and answer them. Um, And I want to do these on episodes with guests too to get other people's opinions and advice and have more of a conversation than just obviously like my thoughts and my opinions. But let me know what you guys think about these segments. I want to know if you want me to continue them. I definitely think it makes the solo episodes Um, longer and more interactive because I'm not just like having a conversation with myself and we can talk about situations that uh, are outside of my life. So that's why I think it's fun to have you guys um, really interactive. So I do want to continue these as long as you guys enjoy. So if you made it till the end of this episode and you enjoyed it and you found it helpful or entertaining or you appreciated it, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It would literally mean the world to me and I would love to just get my review numbers higher and higher every week and help more people find the podcast. And I'm so appreciative of you guys that already have done that for me. Uh, Go check out my new videos on Patreon. I uploaded two new juicy videos for my patrons last week and then I actually have some new videos on YouTube as well. So if you miss those, hey, go check them out. I'll have links to both of those things in the show notes. And lastly, if you guys ever want to send me podcast ideas, um, things for the advice segments, questions or stories or suggestions, our email for the podcast is unfilteredwithlindsay at gmail.com. Once again, I'll have that written in the show notes, the spelling and everything, but you can always submit stuff for me. And I think as the weeks go on, I'm getting more into the groove of it and I'm so pumped to have my first guest next week. That is going to be such a fun episode. So make sure to stay updated on the Instagram and everything for if you want to ask questions and participate in that episode and future episodes. And I've already said that. So I'm going to go ahead and end it. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you guys next Monday for another episode of Unfiltered. Bye.